So today we are so fortunate to have His Grace Adiguru Prabhu from San Diego, California, and Prabhuji will enlighten us on the topic why understanding karma is difficult. Why understanding karma is difficult. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, please take over the call. ಕರ್ಬಾಕ್ಚುಲಿ boarding it's not a very normal the way they use in english language if somebody says karma is going to see you it's it's not it's as if like karma is a person who is watching you it's uh, it's a boarding to be put in a much better way it's a boarding it's not a statement not a word because people don't understand karma people try to understand but they don't understand karma the reason is very simple because the karma is something which happens so naturally it's so simple so visible but difficult to explain and the whole concept of somebody having a watching over you is practically unheard of this practically not even expected that how can somebody watch over me i am perfect i have done everything right and how can somebody watch over me so so people those who are listening they can understand and they get scared that how is karma going to catch me who is this karma or maybe it's just an imaginary idea So a very interesting thing happened a couple of days back. Somebody asked me, is karma a person watching me? Is somebody who is watching me? And, and then, obviously, we know karma na deva na kirena dehu jantur upavadeva. And also, there is particular in shloka, in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, nahi kashe chhanam abhi jatu tishthatya akarvakrit. Karate yevasha karma Uh, like in English language you say second is, 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 is a much more defined language so one threshold movement is called chana very very small period of time very short jatu tishthatya karmakrit means you cannot live without uh, at any time ja atu you cannot do akarmakrit without doing something and karati avasha karma and you will be forced to work again and again by your own qualities which are born from the different gunas 
So this is what is karma is. This, this uh, karma is something which you need to understand. It, it, you cannot avoid it. Nobody can avoid it. And if you try to avoid it, then it becomes unnatural situation for you. You cannot avoid karma in any point of time. So this is what starts beginning to make things more complex. But this is the definition which is given in Bhagavad Gita of a karma. That which you cannot avoid even for one-fifth of a second. Usually a breath is also in intervals of seconds. It's not in one-sixth of a second. You breathe in, your lungs expand, and you breathe out. So it all happens more, it happens, it's a more than a second process. But karma you can only even avoid even for one-sixth of a second. Now the most complex part is Sarva Prakritit Jair Guna. The, the concept of Guna or the three modes of nature in English but actually Guna has no other meaning. Like you cannot have called them just for making you understand what calls it three modes of material nature Sarva Samas but generally, Guna is, is the energy in itself. So, like where I am sitting right now, it's the it's Brahma Murta time. It's around 4.28 in the morning. And and you can see a different kind of calmness all over the, all over the, all around me. Different kind of peace all around me. And, and it is, it is a very good time. Where, there's, like I don't see anything, I listen, don't, don't listen to anything, I'm sitting outside. I don't listen to any vehicle, I don't listen to any... Even the birds are not woken up. Complete quietness. It's a Brahmurta time. And, and gradually as the sun comes out, you see more vehicles, noises, and more vehicles coming in, more people coming in, all kinds of things happen. Because, but this is a time, complete silence. People who had even gone for the Nishachar, people who go out in the night, they all have who had gone out, they are also back in the house by this time. Everyone is sleeping. I believe they should be awake at this time. They are sleeping. So complete, you can see Satagur. Occasionally, I can hear a bird or like an owl making sound or something else like a small insect making sound. But not really, no bird flying, nothing flying. Complete quietness. So again, the effect of Guna is there in the morning. So it's difficult to perceive this Guna unless you very carefully observe it like the qualities of Satguna to observe is the complete peace in everything around you, surrounding us, around you. Now, if you take the on the other side, the the mode of Rajaguna, Rajaguna. Guna is what you perceive inside you and which is also outside you. Rajaguna is, the good example is around 
8 a.m., 9 a.m., when you begin to go to office. That's a good example to understand where you're going to start here. You're rushing and you are, you're asking things quickly to be given to you. Hurry. You have, to, you have to get things done quickly. You have to reach a certain point or you have to attend a meeting and nobody should disturb you. And so you are focused, completely focused. You don't worry about what's happening around you. You just want to get things done. That is and and most of the world actually that is what is promoted in the American society other than American society Rajagun is not so much prominent in other countries even if you go to Mexico even in Mexico you have morning time you are more relaxed like the life becomes easier anywhere outside of the United States, including Europe. Somehow we have the most difficult life in the whole world. Where the, actually, in the name of American dream, all our dreams are shattered, pretty much. That's Rajagun. Because Rajagun means all work, no rest. Just keep working. Uh, and he start beginning to enjoy work. So you cannot understand karma without understanding this guna. Because this karma is influenced by this guna. If you, what I'm trying to show you, that the moment the Raja guna starts going, look, it is said, between the, after sunrise, the Rajaguna starts rising, becomes highest till 12 noon, when the sun is at the top of the head. After that, it starts declining. So in the morning, you are very fresh, and you can think about yourself, you can discuss about your personal spiritual growth, and you are able to see things much more clearly. In fact, the most productive discussions between couples, teachers and disciples happen in this period, Brahmavur period, because the mind is calm. You've rested well, you've go, gotten up, and it is not yet sunrise, but you're waiting for the sunrise to happen. And then after that, when the sun starts rising, then you start becoming more active and you get a and you start having breakfast, get some more energy and then it becomes peak till 12 and till 1 o'clock the Sandhya goes on so you peak till 1 or 2 o'clock after that your energy starts declining because the sun is going down what is happening now? the, the movement of sun creates changes in Guna, time. And Guna is completely connected with time. Most of the people have not seen that way. But this is a very practical uh, example I'm giving how the Guna is changing. And then, so, so in the morning time when the Brahma Murta is there, when the Guna is Sata Guna, at that time you maximize the impact. 
how do you maximize it by chanting mantra you receive chanting mahamantra hari krishna mahamantra you need to chant and then you maximize the impact you take the advantage of satguru and your calmness of the mind and you maximize it before sunrise and once the sun has risen then you start the puja to even maximize as much as you can you can squeeze out the maximum out of the satguru in the morning and then the day starts around 8 o'clock then also you are still in mind is fresh not yet in fact because since you maximize it your the to take out the maximum juice from that time now you are fully ready for the first part of the day yogagunath entry 8 o'clock generally yogagunath starts and then 8 till 12 4 hours you maximize the most productive time in the office is 8 to 12 <coughs> but the often times you see in the offices they waste that time coffee and gossips and here and there and they wait for lunch to come but it's the minimizing the impact of that of the guru to rajaguna transformation the changes so in that 4 hour period if anyone who is successful they put the maximum in those 4 hour periods because the energy is very high that time and the passion is very get things done fresh the moment it hits 12 the energy the body clock says it's time for food rest because you're transitioning to a so there are in a day if you divide the guna it it gets divided into six parts first two hours next two hours next two hours next two hours 12 hours day generally the day 12 hours is one of the maximum like two days back it was 12 hours but now it is going to get sometimes it goes a little longer up to 13 and then it goes less and winter it goes less but accordingly you have to calculate as per the sunrise and sunset how you calculate the day so then and then you when the rajaguna starts then immediately those of who have got sanya mantra you do that and then due to the impact of sandhya and then lunch the body energy goes out that's where the concept of afternoon naps comes in to re-energize the body 15 minutes rest power nap we call it so that it again mind becomes calm and you're fully active otherwise you'll be sleepy whole afternoon Yeah, it's a very good concept. It is in in Europe, it is in India, and if you go to Gujarat, uh, you know I used to go there a lot when I was small in Gandhi Nagar, and all the shops are closed between one and four. So at one o'clock they stop, close on the shops, and four o'clock they open. In Maharashtra also, many parts this rule is there. Many parts of India they have this rule. and this rule is common in brazil also so all the tropical countries equator equator these countries equator these things are very common and 4 pm we will come back to the places and then work till night 
but it's not uh, that's the way of business but generally you cannot tie it but the guna has changed at 12 so by one it is completely different so therefore you feel lot of energy dissipating and so the work changes also afternoon the work is usually more physical like going outside pulling things taking out things that's how you fight with the religion you use the bodily strength so that it is active and then gradually as the hours change guna is changing again and in the last Six part of the day, six part of the day. Like I said, you divide that day six part. In the six part of the day, which is the the last two hours, that's where you start winding down, because now the guna is forcing you to again go for rest or do some relaxing thing so that mind becomes easy. You know, and the concept becomes a manoranjan. Very Sanskrit words are very accurate. Manoranjan means do some activity which pleases your mind, which calms your mind, relaxes your mind. And in English it's called entertainment, but entertainment is not like manoranjan. Entertainment is nowadays more physical, but generally you are trying to people try to listen to soothing music or something. Or in Mahabharata, also Narad Muni tells you this too. The sixth part of the day should be Manoranjan. It is required for you to live. It is important for them. Even he, they are watching some kida, like some game they are watching. They all used to do all those things which we do in the in earlier times also. This was very common. For an even now it is common in India, many parts of India, in many parts of South America. You hear yours also. It will go for games in the evening, or some watches, watch something relaxing, because the tamagun is beginning. The tamagun becomes completely prominent at at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. It is fully on board, continues till 12 in the midnight. After that, it changes. It changes into ghor tamagun between 12. And two, it is like the worst part of the moment where you don't know what you're doing, or sometimes you don't even have an idea if you're awake. So therefore, generally it is advised you go to sleep at ten, not later than ten, because between science will tell you. I am telling you purely from the guna cycle, and the science will tell you in a much more different way, but tell you the same story. At ten o'clock, your all your body senses, everything is down. That's why people engage in drinking and other kinds of things to just step up their body to keep up with the social whatever they're doing. And generally, it's time of rest. Now, body needs rest. So between ten and three or four is the best time for body to take rest. Because the mind is completely tired during the day, guna has guna has changed. All this tiredness, lightness, happiness, guna has influenced. So most of the fighting was arranged around guna. Today, even today, sometimes nowadays people do attack in the night. 
But uh, even the fighting happens in the night. When everyone is sleeping, then they drop a bomb. They think that and nobody's going to watch. But everybody's doing the same thing. So it's not... It's like everybody's sleeping this stuff. People are just crazy at that time. And this is the time. Between 10 and 3 or 4 is the time of bad souls to come out outside and see what they can do. But suddenly, as soon as the Brahmurta starts coming, at around 3.34 o'clock, the Brahmurta starts. At that time, suddenly the mode starts in. It's completely peaceful. Everyone has gone because the Surya, the most powerful deity in our experience, because we see them every day. Heat. In most cultures, all cultures of the world, ancient cultures of the world, Surya is worshipped because of the impact it has on people's minds. People's minds are directly connected to Guru. Directly. And the I've just given you a brief. We can go much more detail. It's in my book also. Book on karma. Research pathology, you'll find the book. In that I've explained the entire cycle in detail. And once the morning time begins, Brahmurta begins, again the same cycle gets repeated. The impact on mind of Guna is completely connected with sun. One, I think I forgot to tell you. Between 8 p.m. and 12 midnight, or 10, 8 to 10, 2 hours, 8 to 10, when the moon is rising, that is the best time to get peace to the mind. You're looking at moon, and through the eyes, the moon rays enter your body, touch your soul. At that time, you can do spiritual activity, that time also. Just remembering. So people what do is, read Bhagavad Prad, Bhagavad Gita, Ramayana, or Mahabharata, where the moon is directly affecting the mind. And when when the moon is affecting the mind at that time, when you engage in the, those activities, even during that time, it brings the mind to Satyaguna again. During the entire day, you can practice. Like for example, when you're at the peak of Rajaguna is there, starting at 10 to 2, across 2, two intervals of 2 hours, 10 to 2, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2. That time also you can chant a mantra, that's why you have Sandhya in the middle of it. So that you can bring your mind back to the Satagun. The, the struggle is, at any point of the day, you do activities to bring the mind to Satagun. Bring the mind to Satagun. Like the Manoranjan. Manoranjan is also based on similar activities. To bring the mind to Satagun. Through another way. Through entertainment. That's why your dances like Bharatnatyam. Very traditional dances Bharatnatyam. It was invented by Rishikanad. Uh, and then different art forms are there. You start appreciating those art forms. And that's why you try to bring the mind to Satagun. Because art is always in the mode of goodness. Unless there is a some good form of art entertainment which is uh, we cannot discuss in this program. But uh, that's how you your struggle is throughout the day 
to reverse the impact of guna towards satguna towards satguna towards satguna the easy to move is from tamaguna to rajaguna and rajaguna to satguna this rajaguna is narrated right in the middle and then after 10 it's time for rest and before that it to 10 if you are engaging in reading bhagavad purana mahabharata ramayana or bhagavad gita the mind becomes calm again because you cannot go to sleep without a calm mind and then if you engage in that activity then you are good sleep and in fact i always tell people that if you are not getting sleep read bhagavad purana you will get good sleep so you will not have sleep apnea or any kind of those kind of diseases because that is also disease people don't sleep till 1 2 3 because they miss the window at 10 pm they were supposed to sleep but they slept at 2 or 1 and they again get up early morning they're tired the body is tired mind is tired everything is tired they don't get take advantage of the murta and the the most surprising thing about of our satguru is that it actually relieves it actually makes you uh free makes you happy a different kind of happiness is there in your mind itself <coughs> at that time if you drink coffee or any such kind of beverage then it actually saps the energy morning energy out of you will say the reverse you will say oh not they woken up with the coffee actually not woken up it gives you a jolt destroys your brahmurta period destroys the effect of the guna and you are again pushed into your chemicals push the brain into overdrive which is not supposed to happen Generally, if anyone wants to drink anything, they will drink it at 8 a.m. in the morning, not before that, because then the effect will be maximum. So the regulation is begin now, and then you gradually you again start the same cycle. So नहीं कच्चे छना मापी जातु तिष्ठत ऐसा. So do you see that how the guna is actually forcing you to act in a certain way? कार्यति अवश्य कर्म सर्व प्रकृति 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 एनर्जी एनर्जी ऑफ भगवान एक्सटर्नल वर्ल्ड सो द इम्पैक्ट ऑफ प्रकृति इज फेल्ट थ्रू गुण remember this word that you cannot act even for one you cannot live even one sixth of a second of your life without doing something what things you do by default now what are things going on now if i say gunesh what are things going on at the same time you are blinking you are breathing and your mind is always work three things you cannot stop as long as the body is living I mean, you are in the body, beating of the heart, all connected. Thinking, feeling, willing, heartbeat, and your breathing, and your blinking of your eyes, 
even when you're sleeping, the pupil of the eye keeps moving inside the pilot. But if you know the insight of the Guru and the reverse is Maham, like the using mantra, you can bring the mind back to something all the time. That's why Satyamapu said Kirtanya Flahari. That is one name which you can chant any time of the day and you can bring it back to the real calmness of the mind. I'll stop here if anyone has any questions or comments, please share. Hare Krishna. It was a very wonderful class and, you know, uh, again, very nice to hear you. Thank you so much. Good to hear your voice. I like your voice deep. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else has any questions? Anything? Hare Krishna, Uji Dandar Pranam, all grace to the Lord, Krishna, Jesus, back to the class. And, so did, uh, and uh, that, that one, the one that said that we, for a single moment, we, can, we cannot live without uh, Prakriti influencing us. It reminded me of uh, the verse, Prakriti Kriyamanani Gunai Karmani Sarvasa, Ankara Vimunatma Karta. So every everything all the time we are getting controlled by. Yeah, the the most important words in the shloka is ankar vimudatma. Uh-huh. So who is a vimudatma? Who doesn't recognize the effect of guna on themselves? So now you can analyze. What do you call the big scientists, PhD scientists of the world, according to Bhagavad Gita? What are they? Huh? What is the name, Prabhu? I didn't get the name. My name is Partha Das Prabhu. Yeah, Partha Prabhu. So now you recognize who are the biggest scientists of the world who don't recognize Goda? What are they called by Krishna? You quoted a shloka just now. What are they called by Krishna? Vimuda. Yeah, Vimuda. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Anyone else has any question? Without Guna, you cannot be scientific. Without understanding, without recognizing Guna, you cannot be scientific. Yes, that Freudian psychology actually is he, he, uh, an avidya. Actually, it's a uh, mental speculation and nothing that uh, everything can be explained in terms of the three gunas. Everything has to be explained in terms of three gunas because they are the only ones acting on the mind. So, Freudian psychology is the psychology of an animal. 
When yes. you treat the body as an animal, that's how you call Freudian psychology. And that's where the whole psychiatry is based on. They don't they don't recognize the impact of Surya, which has Surya has the maximum impact on the mind. Chandra has the maximum impact after the twilight. They don't recognize it. And moon is always in the day. Throughout the day, moon is there. You don't see it, but it is there. But during the day, the sun is the more prominent one because the energy source is higher. So Freudian psychology is, I don't know, I mean, again, Mumur Atma. Any other point anyone has? Any question you have? If no one has, we can stop it. Yeah, Hare Krishna Prabhuji. Uh, such a wonderful class. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Panchakal Padarubhyascha Kripasindhi Devcha Padidhanam Pavnebhyo Vaishnavinam. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna.